0: to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of LaunchPeer. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how important metrics are to your very, very, very early stage startup. So Bratton has a startup, less than a $1,000 in monthly recurring revenue. And he wants to know, is it the right time to start tracking metrics? What metrics should he start tracking? He's having some disagreements with the co-founders on whether or not you should track some of that stuff. So we're going to dig into... Should you be tracking metrics and if you should be tracking metrics, which ones are the most important for an early stage tech startup? Today's question comes from Bratton in San Diego, California. He writes in, almost every article and book I read emphasizes the importance of metrics and being a data informed company. I'm trying to build a case so that my team starts using metrics to guide us to build a viable business. I want to start measuring customer acquisition cost, churn rate, net promoter scores, etc. And I feel very uncomfortable moving forward without having these in place. My non-technical co-founder doesn't show interest and thinks it's too early to think about these things. We're at about $1,000 monthly recurring revenue. My questions are, is it really too early? What are the downsides of focusing on this now? And how would you convince someone that this is the right thing to do? Hey Bratton, thanks for your question. So how early is too early to start tracking data, okay? I obviously think it's too early to start tracking data before you have any customers because there's no data to track. <laughs> okay, Very obvious thing. All right, episode's over. We're done. Call it an episode. No, but when you're an early stage startup, one of the things that I find founders do is they just get lost in the data analysis like pit. Of like I can't move forward. I can't do anything. Like analysis paralysis. I can't go any further than where I'm at right now. Unless I I'm tracking all of this stuff. I know exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. Okay. I think personally, it's incredibly important to track all of this stuff. I think your co-founders are wrong. You should be tracking some of these things. And I'm going to get into in a minute which one of these things that you should actually be tracking. Okay. But. One of the questions you asked is what are the downsides of focusing on like tracking your data right now? One of the downsides is that you can get lost in the analysis paralysis that comes with tracking all of this data. Okay, Right now, you're so early on that none of this data really means anything anyway. Okay, Sure, it's nice to know churn rate and some of those other things. Like You should know that. and You can probably know that without putting any formal data tracking stuff into your application or into your accounting software. Okay, because it's easy to just track on a spreadsheet if you're making less than $1,000 a month. But what happens is don't go out and try to get expensive tools to track all this data. Don't go out and spend weeks trying to figure out what data you should track, how you should track that data. Don't spend money trying to integrate a bunch of software into your application or integrating a bunch of ways to do all this stuff. You don't need all that stuff right now. Okay, yes, I feel like you need to be tracking this data, But don't let it stop you from continuing to build and grow your startup. All right. So that's the first thing. That's the downside I see when founders try to track this data too early is that they get lost in it. Like everything they do, every decision they make is around the data. If they see one little red mark of something going down, they freak out. But it's like your sample size is so small at this point. None of the decisions you make based on this data mean really anything. It's just a guide. Like at this point, it's just a guide. It doesn't tell you anything. Now for a company that's making a million dollars in revenue, or even a company that's making $50,000 a month in revenue, like that's when that data becomes really important because that's enough of a sample set of size of customers where if your churn rate's going up, then it probably indicates something bad. Or if you start a new marketing initiative and you see that your your free trial signups are going way up, but those free trial signups aren't converting into paid customers, Mm, that's probably a problem that that marketing tactic that you used is finding really cheap people who don't want to pay for products, right? So like there's, at that point, you can use some of that data to make decisions. But at your point, try not to look at this data as something that you're going to use to base your decisions off of. It's just data you should know to help guide you as you're growing your startup. Okay. So now with that that out of the way, um, let's talk about why I think it's important to track the data regardless, even if you're this early. The reason it's important to track it now is because it's so much easier to put the processes in place to track the data now and to identify what data you should be tracking now than it will be when you forget about it for six months and then you look up and all of a sudden you're a $50,000 a month company and you're like, oh my God, we haven't been tracking any of this stuff. We didn't put our Facebook pixel on our website. We haven't been tracking churn rate. Like We haven't been tracking free trial signups to paid converted customers, like people who are paying After they finish their free trial, they convert to paid customers like, oh, shoot, we weren't tracking any of that stuff. And now we have to go back and try to find all that data and figure out how it all works. That's why I think it's important to put the architecture in place early on to do all that stuff. And again, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be this crazy system. It can literally be one of you co-founders sitting down every week and just putting it all in a spreadsheet. You don't have to like get these crazy tools that do all this stuff for you. Yeah, those are nice to have. And if you're a funded startup, go for it. You can probably have enough money to spend on whatever you want. A $200 a month tool to help you do this stuff probably isn't a big deal, but you don't need all of that. Okay. So now let's talk about what data you should be tracking. Okay. So Bratton said, customer acquisition costs, 100%. You should be tracking that right out the gate. Okay. Cause that's the most actionable thing you can do something about. In the last episode, we talked about Facebook ads. Well, I would love to know what that person's customer acquisition cost was, but he couldn't tell me. So I would say number one, above all else, if I wasn't tracking literally anything else in my company, the only thing I would track is customer acquisition cost. Because in order to calculate customer acquisition cost, you have to know a lot of other things. How much are you spending on marketing? What marketing channels are you spending money on? How many people are paying for your product? How long are they staying as a customer? If you have a SaaS product and you're charging them $30 a month, the only way you can know customer acquisition costs is if you know lifetime value of your customer. Okay, so customer acquisition cost it is one data point, but it requires you to know the data about a lot of other things in your company that are incredibly important for you to know and have a successful startup, okay? Churn rate, that's the next one. I'd say churn rate's important, but you know, that kind of goes into customer acquisition costs where you have to know what your churn rate is in order to know lifetime value of your customer. And you, if you don't know lifetime value of your customer, you can't know your acquisition cost. Okay. So churn rate's kind of a requirement. You have to know what it is, okay? Net promoter score. I am not a huge believer in net promoter score, to be honest with you. I, I think it's kind of a, a nice thing. I think somebody probably made it. I don't know where it came up, but somebody probably made it one day. It was like, oh man, really cool. You can just score you know, how you feel about the company. It's like, what, whatever. Like, I don't care about that stuff. I want to know if the person continues to use my product. That's the only thing I care about, okay? So net promoter score, if it was me, I wouldn't care about it at this point, okay? That's just me. The next data set I would track, and you again, you kind of have to know this for customer acquisition costs. So I guess all this boils down to just make sure you're, you know your customer acquisition costs. But the next thing I would know is how many signups am I getting every day or every week or every month, and how many of those signups are turning into paid customers? That's the next thing I would know, okay? And you kind of have to know that for customer acquisition costs anyway. The last data point that I would try to have is like time on site. And I don't mean this like, you know, you have a blog and you want to know how many people are spending on your site, reading your content. I want to know how active my customers are in my application. And I can't tell you what a good metric is here because for every application is different. There's to-do list app that I live and die on. And I literally spend maybe, you know, a couple minutes a day within the to-do list and that's it. And that doesn't sound like a lot compared to Facebook, which I'm probably on a lot more or LinkedIn, which I'm on a lot more. But for that to-do list app, the fact that they know that I spent, I, Jake, spend two minutes a day within their app is really important for them to know. Because if they know that, then they know that I'm an active user. I'm not just someone who signed up and then forgot that I even am paying for it and never log in again. Okay. So for you to know how active are your users in your application? That's incredibly important and will help you make really valuable decisions for your startup. Okay. Now, let me get into before, because we're, I don't want to run over here. Um, the next thing is the question that Bratton asked was how would you convince someone that this is the right thing to do? Okay. When you have a co founder, and they are not in agreement on tracking numbers for your business. There's something wrong there. Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they just don't understand business or whatever. You'd be hard pressed to find a founder that I've worked with that launch peer who didn't think tracking something was important, especially customer acquisition cost. Like maybe you pitched it to them as you need to track all of this stuff, like all these different things. And you, you threw out all these acronyms and they're like, ah, you know, we don't need to track all this stuff. Like Instead, have the conversation in and, and small steps, okay? Just tell your co-founder, look, we need to track customer acquisition costs. I understand if you don't want to track all this other stuff, net promoter score, all these other things, but like, if we don't know customer acquisition costs, then we don't know how well our company is doing. We don't know how well our marketing tactics are going. And if we don't know those things, we don't know anything. Like, We don't know how the business is going to grow, what we're going to do to make it grow, how much money we should spend on marketing, all of that stuff, You won't, you just won't know. And if you don't know, that's a really hard position for you and your co-founder to be in. And if you pitch it to them like that, I I doubt that they're going to fight you. If they do still fight you on wanting to track that data, then just do it. Like you're one of two, like you can take it upon yourself to spend 30 minutes a week and write down and track what your customer acquisition cost is. You don't need your co-founder's permission to do that. It's not like you're making a decision for the company of like whether you're going to take investment or whether you're going to build a certain feature. The only decision you're making is, okay, I'm going to put these numbers in a spreadsheet. Once he realizes how important that is and how actionable that is, once you get more and more customers and your revenue keeps going up and up and up, then you're going to be in a really good position to say, look, aren't you glad I was tracking this stuff this whole time? Like that just makes it so much easier. Plus once your co-founder sees how relatively simple it is to track some of this data, they're probably going to be okay with it. Okay, they probably just have a lot of other stuff on their mind. They're thinking about product or sales or marketing or whatever other stuff they're thinking about. The last thing they want to do is think about tracking numbers. And I'm no hypocrite. The first two years of launch period, I didn't track any numbers. And it was a huge mistake. If I had tracked my numbers, we would have grown a lot faster. Like the first two years of launch period were night and day compared to the lot the next two years of launch period. And that's because I started tracking my numbers. I realized that the money I was spending on these marketing tactics weren't working. But hey, wow, these marketing tactics I was doing are really profitable. I could keep, I should keep doing that stuff. If you don't know that, there's no way for you to make really good decisions to build your startup, okay? So anyway, Bratton, good luck with that co-founder conversation. <laughs> Earlier this week, I talked about having a co-founder going solo founder. So maybe you should listen to that. No, I'm just joking. I'm sure you'll work it out with your co-founder. Good luck on everything. Make sure you're, one of you is tracking at least customer acquisition costs and good luck growing your startup. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. I have two big announcements for you. First, if you haven't joined the Launch Club yet, it's our private Facebook group that has tons of entrepreneurs and founders who are trying to build, launch, and scale their startups. The community is new and we're trying to get more and more founders into it. So if you're interested, go to launchpeer.club to sign up. Also, our team's writing a book and it's almost done. We hope to ship the book out in November. If you're interested, go to launchrecipes.com where we're profiling 40 of the biggest startups of the 21st century and really documenting how they went from zero to one customer, one to 10 customers and the exact tactics they used to do that. So if you want to claim your free book, go to launchrecipes.com.